0: We are Guys in Shorts Sports.
1: Galaxy came back,
0: scored a nice go. team goal. What's Beautiful. a team goal? It comes off of one person's <laughs> foot. We're part sports cast? I don't think Babe Ruth ever hit a home run into a waterfall. Then he never played in a real stadium. Part backyard barbecue. USA! And USA.
2: all LA sports. The Dodger Stadium has a tradition also. They've hosted eight World Series.
0: Guys in Shorts, bringing you everything you need to know in LA sports. I think we should use Chloe as our barometer. And some of the stuff you probably didn't.
1: How do did we get there?
0: Guys in Shorts, find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher
2: this is guys in short sports los angeles special edition coming to you live from the mayan in beautiful downtown los angeles for lucha baboon yeah coming up later in the show we're going to have an interview with co-founder of lucha Baboom, rita d albert But first, some introductions. I am Eric, the Portuguese Amor Vieira. There he is. And that is Jeff Wilson. Yeah. What's up, fellas? And also joining us on our field trip is Mr. Victor Castello.
1: My favorite wrestler was JYD, the Junkyard Dog. (laughs) You think we'll see him tonight?
2: Uh, he might I hope get, so. Uh, he might <laughs> and then also joining us, we have friend of the show, an amateur wrestling connoisseur, <laughs> Mr.
0: Jason Gallo. Well, hello there. I can't wait to get in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Jason's first question was, uh, Eric, can you bring an extra wrestling mask?" Uh, and to which <laughs> my response yes,
3: "Come on now, why would you?" To,
0: to which my response is, "You should know better. Yeah. I already
2: have 3 packs yes. in my yeah, bag ready, ready to go." Best. So, for those of you unfamiliar with Lucha va we've been kind of pumping it up on our last few regular show episodes, and it is an event like no other. We get all of the drama and athleticism of a wrestling car. So that's what it presents itself as. Just like we Lucha Libre, that Lucha Vavoom, it is a wrestling show. But don't let that fool you. It's not just suplexes and pile drivers and aerial assaults. That's all here. But if that's not enough to whet your appetite, we also will be feasting our eyes to burlesque dancing. Oh my gosh. Oh, and the ladies—the ladies are already out on the floor. We're here before the show officially begins, but they're walking around, walking around, taking pictures. So not only do you get the wrestling, you get the dancing as well. And <laughs> yes. I, I know what you're thinking—you're rolling your eyes, burlesque dancing—but that's no easy feat in itself. There's a lot of athleticism and absolutely. And, oh yeah, yeah it's part—it's part. It's it's a part sport. Yeah, it's part cir- Cirque du Soleil, and then part dancing, and the burlesque part just happens to be kinda nice as well, let's be honest. Sure,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean the scene really I, I mean you were quite the wordsmith, Eric, being a, a teacher and all, but there there are no words to describe what we're looking at right <laughs> now. Like it's So true. It's incredible.
2: Yeah, and, and if that's not enough, you have the wrestling, you have the burlesque dancing but there's also some comedians that are gonna be here. The whole experience is narrated by some comedians. They kinda guide you through the whole experience. And let's be honest, the good thing about this show is it doesn't take itself too seriously. Everyone's here to have a good time. (laughs) Clearly not. Everyone's here to have some fun. So the comedians, breaking the tension is just sets the perfect mood, the right amount of humor to make the show that much more enjoyable.
0: I love it. Right now we are looking at (laughs) a wrestling ring in the Mayan Theater. Which is cool in itself. Oh, yeah. Just the venue. And yeah. Let's oh, talk yeah. About this place the, is amazing. Yeah, let's talk yeah. Very about cool. just the Mayan itself. Yeah, I, I mean, the, the, it's just classic old Los Angeles Hollywood vibe to it. Well, this was built during the Mayan period, wasn't it? Or am I completely <laughs> wrong
1: with Finley that? It certainly feels you're, like it. You're okay. the one that would just know. Making sure. Just yeah. making sure. Just
2: making sure. All right. So a little bit more about today's show. It's the 15th anniversary show. It's also dubbed the Quincenera Show. So we're pumped to lose our minds over some masked Mexican wrestling, some burlesque dancing, and some comedy. So on the card, we are expecting a quinceanera pageant. So there's some ladies who are going to be escorted out by their wrestling
0: real counterparts. Quick, real quick, is Hammer saying that right? A quinceanera? Quinceañera? Yeah. Yeah. Quinceanera. Quinceañera. Okay. I've been to enough quinceaneras. I thought it was, was quince, quinceanera. Yeah. Are you yeah, missing an N? Yeah. You've never sounded wider. I, I, right. I, 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 I feel like it he's is, missing an N. It A is It
1: is is quinceañera.
0: Yeah, right,
2: that's
1: what he's saying. Right? You know, oh, it's really loud in here, and my hearing isn't that great. <laughs> but as far as I can
0: tell, he's saying it right. All right, we're gonna have to run back the tape. So yeah.
1: we'll we'll cut that in. A quinceañera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Con churros.
0: Con churros. Like you're
2: saying it the same way. All right, go. <laughs> so not only. We have a pageant going on. There's also going to be a comedian battle royale. I'm oh, not. Sh- I'm not yeah. exactly sure what that means, but I-, I don't know if you guys have seen roast battle on Comedy Central. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm assuming mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. probably going to be something similar to that, where nice. comedians just ripping each other to shreds. I love that. And then of course the tournament style battle for the belt. So come on, <laughs> oh, That's wow. not really mean, excited about
0: that is. I'm in. I am That's the one Jason's wrestling in, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
1: oh yeah. I think we're gonna try to get Jason to sneak into the ring.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: well Heck
0: I didn't, yeah.
2: didn't
1: want to tell you guys this earlier, but I actually entered you and the Eric in the Burlesque show, oh. Jeff is doing the comedy Royal uh, oh. breakdown, whatever the hell it's Fantastic. called. Fantastic. And Jason of course is going into wrestling. So I don't you know I don't wanna break that too. We've too got, all, we've got yeah. all our bases yeah. covered. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's great. So <laughs> let me put it on you guys. What part are you guys most looking forward to today?
0: I was just excited for the traffic out here. So this is all just <laughs> icing on the cake, really, the rest of it. Well, that's good to know. The parking, <laughs> yeah. is it a oh, parking? Yeah. was your we favorite We were able park? to park, but I'll tell you, I know I said this on the show, but I just love, like right now we're watching these ridiculous luchador movie clips. <laughs> yes. Just to kind of get the, the, the feeling, the vibe sent out there as people are, are walking in. It's it's they're ridiculous. And of course, the the wrestler who was wrestling on skiing right now.
2: It's during the fight scene, full mask, still has his cape on. Yeah, well, yes, and is, is yeah. just giving the bad guy the business, which is amazing. <laughs> That's right.
3: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Ramses. Oh, Ramses. when you need
2: So it sounds like you guys are pretty pumped for the show. Do you guys have any background? What's your story with wrestling? Did you guys used to watch wrestling as kids? Any particular oh,
1: moments? Stand totally, totally, dude. I. I you know, when I first started watching WWF, it was not WWE back then. Uh, it was about Jimmy Dang Sw- that
0: World Wildlife Foundation. Seriously, seriously, uh.
1: whatever. Uh, it was Jimmy Superfly Snooka. It was Roddy Roddy Piper. The Junkyard Dog. Junkyard Dog. And then you kind of, and then you know, Hulk kind of took over after that. And you had Randy Macho Man Savage in you know, the second Ooh, kind of generation yeah. there that came in. Yeah, but yeah, man, I dude. Watching Jimmy Superfly Snuka jump from the top of the cage, like before nobody else ever did, it was just so much fun as a kid to watch. You thought all that stuff was real. I mean, it is real, <laughs> easy, but it was. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, those are some of my favorite kid memories as a kid, is watching WWF. Nice. Jay, you were you watched wrestling, didn't you?
3: Oh yeah! One of my favorites was Alternate Warrior. I used to love watching him run out in the ring, get get in the ring, and start shaking the ropes, <laughs> and then. When he uh, joined up with the Macho Man, and well, the ultimate maniacs. Nice. <laughs> nice. I yeah. love it. Uh, and then once The Undertaker came, he became my favorite. Nice, The Undertaker. When $1 Million Dollar Man introduced him at SummerSlam and he came out with Brother Love,
2: <laughs> that was my favorite.
3: It was on. Yeah.
2: Now, Jeff, you don't you don't come across as a wrestling guy. Are you a wrestling guy? You know, I, I had
0: a phase. <laughs> I, I can't even represent it because just like, you know, all the Fairweather fans, I somebody roped me into watching an episode, which I was way against it for the longest time, and and uh, when The Rock was like the biggest okay. thing in the world, right, so right. Like 90s, I yeah. just like every dude fell in love with that guy, and and I became a wrestling fan for for maybe a couple years, and nice. actually went to a couple event, like a couple Monday Night Raws when I nice. was in town. Nice, went even that far as to go to an event, and I loved it, like the charisma and just. Just the ridiculousness of it, and and I don't I don't follow it anymore. But I'll tell you, that's why I'm so excited about tonight. Is is exactly what Hammer said. Is that they they call attention to the ridiculousness yes. of it. They're not pretending to be anything other than just over the top, yeah. ridiculous wrestling, which is awesome. Yeah,
2: they're in on the joke. Because I yeah. think part of why you like wrestling is they t- they play it so straight that the the, the fan laughs at it and knows it's absurd but inside they're not in on that absurdity but here they're in on it they're in on the joke and that's what makes it a lot of fun as well now i feel like we're going to get a little bit of shit here because i was uh i said did you watch wrestling as a kid but there's a world out there of grown adults who still love them some wrestling
0: Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, just absolutely. True, Are true. you giving a shout out to? Uh, I'm, gi- I'm giving a
2: shout out to the my brother. one. Oh, well, to the oh, Azerian brother, <laughs> my cousin Anthony, who absolutely loves wrestling, still a diehard, you know, Dwayne the Rock Johnson fan to this day. Yep. You know, and uh, and then my brother, who's a few years older than I am, and he's still watching underground Japanese wrestling and these shows and wow. Riverside that you know sell out in 15 minutes. So there's a whole world, a dark underbelly of wrestling that we don't even know about because if you're just in with the WWE or WWF, that only scratches the surface of the wrestling world. And a lot of these guys who wrestle locally, they wrestle a lot of these underground shows. So there's a whole world that we're not even aware of, which is even cooler because this isn't just the comedy show, the fun show, the wrestling is the real deal. It's actual, legit wrestling. These guys are awesome. On the next episode of
0: Clouded, by the way, the (laughs) underground wrestling (laughs) that we're not aware of.
2: The dark web underbelly (laughs) of
1: of, of, of Of, professional wrestling. wrestling. I like it. I like it.
2: And just one more thing that I wanted to bring up. Have you guys seen Glow? series. Oh, yeah.
1: It's really good. No, but I hear
0: it's really good. So,
2: So there's a new series on Netflix called Glow. Based on the gorgeous ladies of wrestling, a former ooh, it's a lady. Uh, you know, big, Wasn't it? Yeah, it was a big thing back in the '80s. <laughs> used to be on TV, and so now oh,
3: like, the, the show's on Netflix.
2: <laughs> Sorry, we we were just accosted Sorry. by a wrestler. We're like, what just I'm, happened? I'm right shocked now? we've been able to pay as much attention <laughs> to this as we have. So, in Glow, uh, part one of the episodes, they go look look for a venue for the show, and it actually uses the Mayan as one of the set pieces which is pretty cool. Oh yeah. And then the other cool thing about the show is one of the main characters has a revelation. She's a former soap star and she goes to a wrestling show and they start talking about the backstory, how this guy cheated on his wife while she was in a coma and then she came out of the coma and his brother was upset and it finally clicks in her head. She says, oh my God, this is a soap opera. And I think that's what it is. It's a
0: macho soap opera. And that's why people love wrestling. Yes. You just
1: got bent to yeah, watching uh, wrestling.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. It's funny because I was just thinking as you were going through this intro, which well done, by the way, sir. <laughs> very good. Uh, that we're here with watching wrestling. And you start talking about wrestling and and kind of the other uh, facets of wrestling and and how it's inserted itself into, you know, pop culture and whatnot, and never once brought up actual legitimate wrestling as a sport, like in the Olympics (laughs) or anything. Like, that doesn't even occur to us to bring that up.
2: Yeah, when you say wrestling...
0: I do not think Nobody of thinks of I don't that. think of the Olympics or the singlet. I think no. Hulk Hogan,
2: Junkyard Dog, ma- Macho
0: Man. Yeah. it's probably best Ben isn't here because he'd be bringing up old high school stories <laughs> of when he wrestled. He says if I had oh. a singlet, I could yeah. get in the
2: ring with these guys. <laughs> Very nice. So I'm excited. I think you guys are excited. Oh yeah! So we're gonna get back to moving around and seeing who we could talk to, get their. Point I'm gonna go
1: body slam Jason right oh, now. Oh nice! Do it. <laughs>
2: Alright, so, part of the experience of Lucha Vaboom is the fans and them coming out dressed to the nines. And there's one one fan who just caught our attention here, dressed in an absolutely beautiful baby blue tuxedo and a luchador mask. So tell us what your name is, and how did you hear about the show?
4: This dude in the baby blue is so intense, he's out of control, (laughs) he is vicious. But he's in baby blue. It's really sweet. Short guy, really nice. It's like if uh, Dumb
0: and Dumber was recast with luchadors.
4: <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, it's awesome.
0: And how did you hear about the show?
4: Oh, I've heard about it for uh, for the longest time. I've always tried to make it out, and every time I uh, I go online to buy tickets, are sold out. Yeah. So yeah, it is a,
2: a tough ticket to get.
4: No, this is uh, this is my first time here. When I bought the tickets, the chicks like, listen, uh, I hope you guys are gonna dress up. Now, I will say that she also had masks for sale at the place. So, there might have been some.
0: The hard sell, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Did she have powder blue tuxedos for sale also? No, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This
4: (laughs) This I've had since 72. In any case, I was really psyched to come. The chick was like, they dress up there. And I was like, I have the perfect thing to go with it. So, I picked up a mask. I bought one for my friend. I bought flowers for my lady and her friends. They're all pissed off at me because nobody else is dressed up.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, well, uh, we were talking off mic here. Historically, the Halloween show I know gets a lot of people dressing up. But other shows we've been to, people dress up as well. I don't know if it's the heat or what the deal is, but not as many people dressed up. But kudos to you, and we definitely want to shout you out for coming fully dressed and appreciative. And good luck and have fun out there. All right, so we're here with Chocolate Caliente, one of the stars of Lucha Vavoom. Tell us, what do the listeners need to know
3: about Chocolate Caliente? I'm hot. Think I'm the sexiest man on the planet, and I can kick ass at the same time. So that's a deadly combination. Absolutely. So how long have you been with Lucha Vavoom? Uh, eight years by now. So yeah, a long time. Not 15 yet, yeah, but eight. And what is it about Lucha Vavoom that keeps you coming back? Is it the fans? Is it the wrestling? What is it that you love about Lucha Vaboom? Alcohol, drugs, sex, fans, violence, pretty much all the shit you ain't supposed to like. Awesome. Now obviously you're
2: probably disappointed with the outcome. Who do you think's gonna take it in the final between the crazy
3: chicken, Dirty Sanchez, and Little Trollo? Uh, I'm not sure it could go either way, it's Lucha Vaboom. Really, I don't give a damn because I ain't in it. Exactly. I'm disappointed I didn't see you out there. I would have loved to see you go for the belt. Anything else you want to let our listeners know? Any way to find you on social media or anything you want to plug? Well, my alter ego is Willie underscore Mac on Twitter, Instagram. Like my official Facebook page, Willie Mac Official. Buy my shit at Pro Wrestling Tees underscore Willie Mac. And, yeah, it just helps the port. All right, thank you. That's Chocolate Caliente, one of the stars of Lucha Vavoom. Thank you very much. Thank you all, and keep it sexy and make sure that things stay moist. Thank you. <laughs> All right, I am here with Lee Acosta,
2: one of the dancers here from Lucha Vavoom. So can you tell us a little bit, how long have you been with Lucha Vavoom?
5: I've been here since 2009. Wow. A long time, but not forever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so what is, what is it that you like best about Lucha Vavoom? What is it that keeps you coming back?
5: Oh my God, the energy is amazing. So from all the um, performers, from all the people that come to the shows, everything is just super... Yeah, you can't beat this. 1,500 people just being amazing—it's super yeah. cool.
2: Yeah, the, the the whooping, the hollering, everyone's excited. Yeah. There's not a single person in the room who's not excited to be here, yeah. which I'm sure makes it awesome to be up there.
5: I've literally, in in the nine years I've been doing this, met one person who was like, eh, "Oh, whatever," and we're not friends anymore. So. Yeah, yeah.
2: As, you shouldn't be friends with that person. You're not that cool. <laughs> so. You were doing some amazing things on a pole in midair. Yeah. so how does one practice for something like that or do you practice for life and how long does a practice how long does it take for you to get a routine like that down?
5: Um, these days it's not as bad because I've been doing it so long, but um, it, you know I've been, I've been performing since 2002 on and off um, and probably seriously since like 2007. so it's been a long time building that stuff up so yeah Very <laughs> so.
2: Do you have a favorite wrestler or a favorite dancer that, you know, beside yourself, of course, right. that, that, that is a part of the Lucha Voom experience?
5: Oh, my God, everybody. But I love Carolina Sarasola. Yes, yeah, she, she was great. Good, yeah. <laughs> and
2: then do you have any plugs that you want to give any way people can find you on social media or online?
5: Um, yeah, you can always find me on Instagram or Facebook. Same name. It's Lee, L-E-I-G-H Acosta, A-C-O-S-T-A. You know, I just moved to Las Vegas three weeks ago. Yeah, so, um, I'm actually performing with the drummer from The Who, and then I, hopefully cool. I'll be picking up some more stuff after that. Yeah, that's awesome. So if you're in Vegas, come see. <laughs>
2: yes, definitely check Lee out if you have a chance. Amazing stuff on the d- dancing. Yeah, we totally loved it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Well, gentlemen, that, that it is intermission right now, and I have no idea how to describe what I just saw. That is so
0: true. So true. I think my favorite part was when, uh, what was it, the Crazy Chicken? Yeah, Los Crazy Chickens. Los crazy Chicken and uh, Mariachi. El Mariachi Loco. El Mariachi Loco, like mid-wrestling match, they start playing the music, and they both just get distracted by dancing, and they both start breaking out into dance. It's Ridiculous!
2: It was the best part. That was definitely the highlight of the show so far. The way it's working, it's battle royale style, so it's four luchadores at a time, and two of the wrestlers, El Crazy Chicken and there was one, El Mariachi Loco, they just busted out in dance. El Mariachi Loco, in my opinion, he won the night for me. He he was the luchador of the night. He was my guy. He He came out dancing, he was Uh, all about it.
0: Yeah, he's my favorite so far too. I mean, The guy was good. I kept having to check to make sure you were standing right next to me because I thought that was you up there.
2: Yeah, it was fantastic. So the way it's going, Battle Royale style, Battle for the Belt, are two people who advance. The winner of the first match is a wrestler named Little Cholo, which, whatever you're imagining, you're correct.
1: exactly. Yes, exactly. In fact, I think he got frisked right before he went on stage, <laughs> just to make sure.
2: Yeah. yeah, so we got El Cholo Loco, and then or Little Cholo, Little Cholo. and then winner of the second match was La Two, the old, two, crazy number chicken number two. I couldn't keep it straight. It was, yeah. I,
0: I still am not even sure what I saw.
2: <laughs> I still feel like I'm on acid or a fever dream. Like I feel like I somehow ingested drugs just by walking in here. <laughs>
0: It's amazing. It's amazing. Can't wait for uh, the second half.
2: Yeah, so if you've been following us on Twitter, uh, it's been amazing. We've been periscoping. And then if you haven't, didn't get a chance to check it out, definitely go back and check our old media, because we have pictures, we have video, just amazing stuff going on out there. All right, we're going to interrupt our show here. While we're doing some interviews, talking with some fans, talking with some wrestlers, talking with some of our dancers, we just wanted to cut to one of the interviews that we were able to take after the show. We were able to have Rita D'Albert, one of the co-founders of yeah. Lucha of Avoom. We had her call in and we spoke with her more in depth about the show. Obviously, the night of the event, it's crazy. There's a lot going on. So we took some time outside of the event to really kind of talk about the nuts and bolts and she was really gracious enough. Oh,
0: she was great. She did the interview several days later and even commented how she's still exhausted <laughs> yeah. from doing the show. In I can't bunker. even imagine. Yeah, yeah, in her bunker. <laughs> in her bunker. She yeah. wasn't a bunker. She, yeah.
2: yeah, she said she's calling from us and yeah. Bunker, How, yeah. that's on brand.
0: I love it. <laughs> no, that <laughs> is true. She's so talking about is. being rock and roll, that yeah. is rock and roll. There you oh, go. I
2: love it. So we're going to throw to our interview with Rita D'Albert right now, and then we'll be back with our recap of the show. On the line, joining us, one of the co-founders of Lucha Vavoom, Miss Rita D'Albert.
1: Yeah! awesome.
2: Hello. So, welcome to the show, Rita. Thanks for taking the time to call in and talk about the show. Uh, So, I'm just going to kick things off here. So, after watching the show, I'm going to be honest. Many of us were left thinking, what the hell just happened (laughs) after we walked away? So, my first question I've got to ask, how did this idea come to fruition?
6: Liz was dating a Mexican wrestler and she would bring people down to TJ to check out Lucha Libre because you can kind of... It was here in L.A., but in kind of weird spots that no one wanted to go to. So um, at some point, she just thought, well, wouldn't it be easier to make something in L.A. that I wouldn't want to come to? And, and so that's when we started working together.
0: That's awesome. How did it differ from what we see now? Or how has it morphed over the years in, into it what was, it's become? It
6: was pretty bonkers from the get-go. <laughs> and, you know, like, we had no idea, <laughs> like... We knew, you know, we'd seen Lutili Bray and we loved it and we knew that there was like this element of madness and we just wanted to really on that and, and enhance it. To get people to come to a show, you know, we put in the ladies and, and, and my thought was like, um, sex plus violence equals, you know, success. Yes. yes. So, um, <laughs> Indeed. And, and it, it actually worked out really well. We, you know, we did the first one, we'd never rehearsed it we just kind of booked everything and it was just madness and it was perfect so what we've done over the years to we just fine-tune it as we go you know make it more fast-paced I go to Mexico a lot and um you know we scout wrestlers and um kind of try and find stuff to raise the bar every time because we have to compete with ourselves every show
2: that's awesome. Yeah, peanut butter and jelly, milk and cookies, sex and violence, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and burlesque. It's Absolutely. the combination you didn't know you were missing. <laughs>
0: yep. <laughs> now, we got a question about the, the wrestlers. So you say you scout them down in Mexico, stuff like that. Do these guys already have their personas? Is that something that you kind of help them with? Or, or do you have a team? I mean, how does that work?
6: Well, the, the guys we bring up from Mexico are ones that we're fans of and that we want to still present to our audience, like, you know, check out this amazing guy we found, we know you're gonna love him. The a lot of the wrestlers in the show, like Dirty Sanchez, Pinatita wrestlers like that, we created.
2: Oh. Um, oh, so you know, so I didn't imagine that there was actually a guy dressed as a pinata. I thought I maybe had too much to drink, but that was an actual person. Ah,
6: an actual <laughs> person. You know what it was—the guy that plays him. I was really angry at, and I was like, God, I just want to hit him with a stick. And I, said, I can hit him with a stick. <laughs> if he's a pinata. <laughs> uh, That's great. That's so the good. Of it. <laughs> yeah, Dirty Sanchez came about. We were doing a thing in Amsterdam for Nacho Libre, and Liz just had this, you know, amazing brainstorm to have a a Dirty Sanchez character. And when we did it here... Uh, you know, he just took it to the next level. <laughs> he probably oh, is <laughs> you know, that yeah. yeah. <laughs> I
0: it. And and he plays it so perfectly and he's got the greatest finishing move in in all of <laughs> oh, wrestling. My God. It's so <laughs> gross, you know, Life, I think. <laughs> it gets yeah. me
6: every time. Oh, every it's time. Like the first time every time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and,
2: and it's one of those it's it's meant to be gross and you know it's yeah. meant to be gross and it's still gross as oh, you again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally.
0: <laughs> oh I, disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but just love it. It's so great. <laughs>
1: you know, every, every, obviously everybody kind of loves the girls. They love the wrestling. The third stepchild for me was the hosts and the comedy oh. that's behind them. And, and I found them hilarious. I, and I was reading an article that you, you or a interview you had done in 2014. And you mentioned some of the great comedians that have come on and hosted the actual show. And I was wondering like, is, is, do you reach out to these comedians? Do they reach out to you? Exactly how have you hooked up with these hosts that you have uh, doing the show?
6: Well, luckily for me, one of the early things I produced um, came out of the Largo comedy scene. So I've worked, I used to work with Blaine Kapatch and Paul of Tompkins and oh, wow. Patton Oswalt and all these wow. great comedians. So um, I was already you know, friendly with them. And Blaine, our main host, I've worked with on every project I've ever done. We just have done so many things together and luckily he's a writer on at midnight and he's on the comedy scene so anyone i can't get to he can like ron funches was on at midnight a lot so it was easy and he's a huge
2: wrestling guy yeah
6: so um yeah and he's hilarious (laughs) it just keeps it so fresh and so fun and i'm glad you bring it up because another thing that we're influenced by is um, mystery science theater 3000 we actually had joel hodgson (laughs) which is you know, an amazing moment yeah. for me, but...
0: Um, you can absolutely sense that, absolutely yeah. get, get that feel, and it, which is the genius element that, that adds, to, it's kind of, like you said, kind of the stepchild, unassuming right. genius element to it, because we were all saying after the show how, you know, most of us love, like, WWE wrestling and, you know, grew up with that as kids, but the great thing about this is it doesn't take itself seriously. It's just yeah. so funny, just fun and just... <laughs> It's just, awesome. I know.
6: It's good stuff. That's what that's what drew me in because when um Liz first said, "Hey, would you want to work on this together?" and I was like, "No, I'm, I'm not a sports gal. I'm a <laughs> rock and roll gal, and I'm, I'm not into sports." And you know, I used to love WWF when it was that, uh-huh. you know. But then, you know, you kind of go, uh, I, "I like going to clubs and this." So <laughs> when she finally like got me to come to a show, I just felt like such a moron. I'm like this. It's so fun. This is rock and roll. It's like nice. high energy yes. and it's funny. They don't take it. I mean, they take their skills really seriously, but the sense of humor just blew me away. It was like physical comedy.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I feel like it almost helped that you didn't have a, a sports background or an interest in sports because it, it probably gave you a fresh perspective on, on what to bring.
6: I, I appreciate that. I think that's true. You know, we just kind of zeroed in on the characters. And, you know, the more colorful elements, the the masks are amazing. Like it's just otherworldly kind of charisma. Otherworldly Um, is a very good way to describe it. So true. And if you've ever had a chance to watch any of the 60s movies, and They're oh. hilarious.
2: Yeah, that's oh. something we were mentioning also is, <laughs> so you know, good. just in the lead up to the show, watching those uh, movies on the screen, that's almost just as fun too, yeah. because it's just so yeah. absurd. And it's like you said, it's that mystery science theater, just to, you know, crack jokes and look at that is, is brilliant. So the whole show top to bottom, right from even before the show starts, it's already hitting it out of the park, which is awesome.
6: Oh. Um, that's so awesome! I'm glad you <laughs> notice all uh, all those little things.
0: Absolutely, we w- we weren't drunk at the beginning, so that part <laughs> that part we remember.
3: <laughs> now the end that's a totally that. different story.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I noticed on your page you guys were drinking, so. In
3: honor of that, I'm having some mescal. Oh, right. excellent. We'll drink on our
0: we, end. We're, we have yep, some we're, beers open some as beers well. We have some beers going as well. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect.
2: Woo-hoo. So you, you had mentioned, uh, we talked about the wrestling, we talked about the comedians, but the burlesque mm-hmm. dancers, a lot of the introductions, they mentioned that uh, you know these girls were on tour, these girls were coming from this, different places. It seems like there's yeah. a whole burlesque scene that I am completely unaware of. The, are, is that something that you're in on? Is that something that you could tell us more about?
6: It's something that um, I used to be more involved in in the um, early 2000s in the burlesque scene. Um, we've kind of, I feel like, evolved a bit from the kind of fan dancing and, um, you know, Brian Setzer Orchestra, if I may. <laughs> into yes, like yes. These like high octane performance people that like are just so skilled like Mara with the amazing. Yeah. Yes. Like nine Guinness records for hula hooping and yeah, It a very Yeah, cool. She's incredible and um, you know, Leah Costa does that aerial pole and something she's just like hanging by a knee. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, <laughs> yeah right. I'm terrified of everything. So I'm just blown away. So <laughs> I feel like the dancers a lot of them bring the same danger or the same they have to equal the energy that four men are bringing to a match in yes. one person. So it's kind of amazing that they can keep it that energy level up, and I love the kind of palate cleanser because you go to a regular Lucha Libre match in Mexico, it's going to be five or six matches with a kind of nothing in between, and it stays fun. Um, but it's but I think mixing it up like this it makes everything fresh.
3: Oh, absolutely! And, they,
6: and like I said, the sex and violence complement each other very
2: well.
0: <laughs> yep, and and the pacing it it really does just. Yeah, make the show.
2: Yeah, we we had a moment to talk with uh, with Leah Costa as well about her, her routine and, and I'm glad you brought that up because uh the athleticism that they do with the with the hula hoops and with the poles in the air, that's just as much athleticism as the guys in the ring. So you're absolutely right. They turn it up to eleven and bring the same energy that uh that the wrestlers bring.
6: Yeah, they're like athletes too. That's what I look for. it's, it's like really exacting. They have to have that kind of skill level but still be really appealing and have charisma and so it's like a pretty tight talent pool i work within um but you know we're always including new gals like the la roller girls are just they're just incredible on skates i think we're having them back for halloween oh nice.
0: yes that's so, so funny you say come back. <laughs> the roller girls because we were on the drive home we were saying you know roller derby could use this kind of treatment where it it's got that kind of Added sizzle to it that that you guys do. You know, we're just thinking mm. hey, so much could benefit from from the treatment <laughs> that you have given wrestling. The razzle stuff. dazzle. Well, yeah, as you our, say. our minds were yeah. obviously in a weird place after seeing your show. <laughs> no, but. I love it. I yeah, love it was it,
1: it was kind of awkward when Jeff, uh, you know, brought up doing it before the podcast tonight. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> I was like, right.
2: uh, my next question was going to be: Do you have any other plans for the show? Taking it to other venues, taking it on tour—is that something that you guys have considered?
6: Oh, absolutely. Like, we want everybody around the world to get to experience that. Cause I feel like, you know, when you come to the show, you just, you're just in it for however long it is, two, three hours that you're there. You forget about everything else mm-hmm. and you let go and have fun. And those kind of experiences are what I look for. So I try and bring them to other people. And so, like, we and then we just love traveling. Like we just went to New Orleans and did a private gig nice. for the for Cocktail Week. So you can oh, imagine
0: wow. that's amazing. How that went <laughs> it was amazing
6: at a tequila. Oh yeah. Event so that was great. And um, we've done Fuji Rocks in Japan. We just people went bananas, and we did <laughs> Big Day Out in Australia. It was like this big rock tour. So we love traveling. So, you know, our goals would be you know to keep touring. To have a Las Vegas event because we really deserve to, you know, to blow it up there. I could totally see in Las Vegas, you know, you leave the show so energized, and Las Vegas would be the the perfect kind of playground after the show. Stuff's open late, you can keep drinking or gambling or what have you. So yeah, we want to be in Las Vegas. I think this could totally be a TV show. Oh, oh yeah. Um, everything. It should be everything.
0: Yeah. Are, are there like plans in the works for for making that jump to TV, maybe?
6: There's always people kind of in our orbit. It's just going to be when it clicks.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. You know, t- we've
6: always been kind of in talks or with agents and that. And for a long time, people just thought, you know, this would be a great reality show. And you saw the show. I don't think it's a great reality. I think it's like the great thing about it is it isn't reality.
0: Yeah, it's an event. It's I, yeah, I agree. You almost so. you almost don't want that curtain pulled back on yes. this. Exactly. You, you you yeah. You want to see you the product see. on the stage. Yeah, like yeah. W-
6: you want to see the great and powerful eyes. <laughs>
0: exactly. There you go. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we're we're even talking, you know, people want to see the wrestling, but I would have been perfectly content just watching uh, El Mariachi Loco and Most Crazy Chickens oh, dance.
0: My. I could have just watched them do that all night. That, that, that was, was a, so funny. That was a unanimous favorite moment for yeah. us. Yeah. And it's one of those great things with these characters that, like like WWE, you kind of have to get into it. You kind of got to get drawn to a character where you really follow it. This, you don't have to know any of these characters and, and by, you know, the first or second match, you're rooting for somebody. Like you have got a horse in that race.
6: <laughs> I love that. That's all. That's one of the things, like, it, it should be so obvious from the get go. Who's good. Who's bad. Yes. You know, right. you love them. You don't. And, and I love just as much that the bad guys want you to boo them. Yes. And, <laughs> uh, and it's oh, just yeah. as much fun to like throw and boo and, it's such a cathartic experience, and it just it never stops being a roller coaster for us. And I think that's what keeps it fresh for people that are seeing it the first time. Every time, it's like we're seeing it the first time.
0: That's awesome. That's absolutely true. (laughs) And and, and you kind of led
2: right into it with the TV show, because we were saying with the popularity of a show like Glow right now on Netflix, it seems like this is, I mean, the door is wide open for for Lucha Vavum to be, to take over the world.
6: I agree. It's (laughs) one of these days they'll catch up with us.
0: There you go. You're absolutely right. That's right.
2: So... I think that pretty much wraps it up. So I know that you do more than one; you do several shows per year. Do you mind letting our listeners know uh, how often you do it and where to find you?
6: Yes, We'll schedule is we do our romantic show for Valentine's Day, it's oh. a date night, and you know when I say romantic, yeah, it's a violent kind of romantic. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, it's
3: the
0: best
6: kind. It's like our cinco spectacular, and that's more of a stand party, and we bring in mariachis and Aztec dancers. And um, last time we brought in this insane uh, electro-punk artist from Mexico City called Silvadio, and he just strips and goes crazy and puts people's cell phones in his underpants. <laughs> it's, just kind of just, it's like he's like a one-man lucha show. But his <laughs> music's awesome. insane. It's like, you know, we'll just kind of pull out all the steps for Cinco, and then our summer show is our belt, and then uh, Halloween is just like when we get to really go crazy You know, just a whole theme And just really have fun with It's not like a scare the shit out of you Halloween thing, I'll (laughs) leave that to the hayride This is like More like, you know, vampires and outer space Things nice, And like dolls that come to life And stuff like that
0: I love how we saw the conservative (laughs) show the other night Halloween's when they really (laughs) let loose (laughs) No, this this (laughs) this Oh man <laughs> so great. Well, you have fans for life in here for Absolutely. sure. Oh, yeah. well, you guys
6: are always welcome. It's such a treat.
0: Did you want to plug any social media or, or how our listeners can find you? Oh, yeah, you can We're on
6: Facebook, uh, Luchvoom, Twitter, Instagram, our website, our tickets are on sale now for Halloween, our YouTube channel, we've got all the wrap-up videos from the shows you've missed. Uh, Lichvuom video is what our channel's called. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so you can catch up and then come to Halloween all caught up.
3: Awesome. There you go.
2: Yeah. Well, we, we couldn't recommend it any higher. We were, you know, fa- we had seen it before. We were fans. Seeing it again, we're twice as good uh, fans <laughs> yes. now. Yes. Yes. And, and we're just preaching the, the Lucha Vavum gospel. So if you get a chance, definitely go check out Lucha Vavum. Yeah. Thank you so much to Rita and her team for inviting us out. Yeah. And Woo, thank yay. you so much for thank your time. Thank you. Woo. Yay. All right. Thanks a lot. All right. We are back. The Woo! show is
0: over. What the hell was that? <laughs>
3: and,
2: uh, listen, I, I'm, I'm the one who invited you guys here, told you about it, and I'm still <laughs> shocked about what I just saw right now. I'm going to pass it around to you guys. What was your highlight
0: of the night? I got to be honest. Uh, that uh, championship bout with the Dirty Sanchez, his finishing move where he craps his pants oh. and
2: then... <laughs> Are, Are we, we allowed to say that? The other Are we allowed to say that? And throws and it into else? the audience? Yeah. 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 The, uh, Dirty well, San- I mean, you forgot
1: the part where he wiped himself.
2: Yeah. There, <laughs> the reigning champion was a wrestler named <laughs> it was was and a wrestler, awesome. It was a wrestler named Dirty Sanchez, <laughs> and one of his finishing moves is he literally craps his pants and then reaches into his pants <laughs> and starts throwing it into the crowd and other wrestlers. It was really
1: it was a sight to be seen. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is the first time I'm glad yeah. I didn't have uh, ringside seats, you know, <laughs> yeah. just right there, man.
2: Yeah. And, right. and the comedians nailed it right out of the park, too. They said, if you're up <laughs> close, you thought you had good seats right yeah. until that moment. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. So to me, the highlight of the night was that the battle for the belt, yeah. the four, nice. four nice. different wrestlers going at it and the music kind of interspersed in between. It was really just well done. And, and, and I'm still sticking with it. I said it at the intermission. And Mariachi won the night for me. He was great. Oh, he was fantastic. Yeah. He was, he was I, really good. And the dancers were impressive. The, yeah, who, impressive. the hula hoops. The hula hoops Woo. at good the end Lord. had the world record for most hula hoops. And she was, she was angry at those hula hoops. She was. <laughs> she, was. <laughs> she really <laughs> had was. the facial
0: expressions going uh, Yeah.
2: Yeah. So that was absolutely fantastic. So are we ever going to see Eric, the Portuguese hammer in the ring oh. over there? You know, never say never. Like there you never, go. I like it. Never say never. Yeah, I like where your head's at. So I just want to give a big thank you to Mike Gowan for helping us out. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. thank you. Thank you. Us, absolutely, treating Mike. us to Lutra Vavum. Yes. And so if you ever get a chance in downtown L.A., please check out Lutra Vavum. Oh, it's L- something you have to do. Oh, you have Most to. Most definitely. A bucket list item. If you, if you heard and you liked even a sliver of what we told you today, you need to come see for yourself what we are just absolutely uh, in shock what? from.
1: I, I tell you what, the, the athleticism the dexterity, the showmanship of Ooh, these guys oh, yeah. here. Showmanship it, is it's the word. Just, it's top notch. It's absolutely amazing. It's really good stuff. Yeah, true performers, every
2: single person on that stage tonight. All right, so this was kind of a departure from our, our regular LA sports show. But if you like what you heard, Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or on SoundCloud. Don't forget to rate and review the show. You can find us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA. You can find us on Instagram at Guys in in Shorts Sports. And you can also find us on Facebook by searching Guys in Shorts Sports Los Angeles. So for Jeff Wilson, Victor Costello, Jason Gallo, I and Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira saying goodnight and lucha.
3: Lucha.